Hello and welcome to another Bertie and Paul podcast. Uh, we are currently, I don't know, 29th or 30th, 29th of December 2020 and I'm privileged to be uh, accompanied by the man himself. Bertie, how you doing? No bad, how's things, Paul? All right. Yeah, good. Merry Christmas. Then if Merry Christmas. Compliments of the season to all the <laughs> listeners. I'm not going to ask you what you got for Christmas this year, Bertie, because every year you get... You're ridiculous amount of stuff, don't you? A slim pickings this year, Paul, I must slim. admit. Slim pickings. We won't talk about your no, ham. No jammies, no jammies this year, I'm afraid. We will, mm. And we won't mention the, the Christmas dinner escapade. We'll just leave that leave that as it lies, I think. Uh, you're, and also, uh, so basically what happened was I got a phone call, Betty, from my brother. Right, you're Stephen, said, look, just been off the phone, just been off the blower. Uh, well, they call it down in London, don't they? Dog and bone, don't they? Uh, the dog and bone, aye. That's another story here, Martin. He was using dog and bone when he was on the phone to his colleagues. And Sarah, Sarah nearly divorced him. <laughs> so, yeah, our Stephen was on the dog and bone uh, to Mikey Dahl. And Mikey Dahl said, I'm choking to do an end of year podcast with the boys. And I said, ah, yeah, I'll make that happen. Because has Jamie's been good to me this year? Jamie put me on a new career path of selling stuff. <laughs> <laughs> selling everything. And uh, yeah, so we made it happen, Barry, didn't we? We pulled up a few trees. You cancelled a few shifts. Yeah, told the boys. Told the boys you're not available in the morning, Tuesday morning. With it, if there's any phone calls, just keep it down. So yeah. we'd like to we'd like to welcome uh, Michael Dahl. Uh, thanks very much. I'm, I feel I'm, I'm very honoured, but it's also not how I remember that conversation going. But anyway, uh, it's great to be here. <laughs> <laughs> We're finishing to 2020, mate. With Mikey Dahl. Mikey Dahl is going to write his dossier of that conversation. Absolutely. <laughs> and send it out, publish it, with a couple I of believe, redacts I on it. Was it. A socially, it was a socially distanced face-to-face conversation, uh, as government restrictions allowed. Um, so I saw the whites of his eyes, so I know exactly. I know, I know what was said. You know your truth, Mikey. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so we decided, no, we didn't decide. Mikey Dahl decided to do a year review. <laughs> Uh, with with Bertie, you what clothes are you wearing today, Bertie? What professional? I've just got as I said, just got my joggies on, t-shirt, look uh, good, look good. A, a nice jumper, you know, over yes. yourself, Paul. Yeah, you? I'm just sort of wearing a, a, a nice, yeah, a nice sort of. I've got a fat face. My mum oh, keeps God. buying, my mum keeps buying me large now, Bertie. And I don't have the heart to tell her. Know what I mean, like uh, your, your, your son's, <laughs> your son's let himself go a bit. <laughs> she keeps saying to me as well, Mikey's like, I'm so proud, I know exactly what just my son wears and all that. I'm like, thanks, Mum, thanks. I can't believe that I'm wearing her T-shirt. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm wearing one of my, my extra, extra large T-shirts, I think, at the moment. A nice, nice pair of, I think maybe chinos. No, nice, nice pair, actually. I like these ones. Mikey, what are you wearing? <laughs> uh, see, I mean, he's not even going to mention uh, that. No. I mean, he's going he's to no, ask that no, to be no, cut. No, he's going to ask that to be cut. So, we are so I think probably we'll just start from the very the first of January. <laughs> I'm only joking, Mike. I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, I mean, I, I could, you could. I've got a sort of summary here of the the, the whole year. If you you want to just yep. run through a few things, yeah, just start it. at the very beginning. Okay, that's a, a sort of very good place to start. So what we've got the the sort of last game before the split. Uh, was the 29th of December, obviously at Celtic Park against Rangers. We get beat 2-1. Uh, 
um, which took Rangers to the top of the top of the table by two points. And uh, we had Stevie G going off his nut, Stevie G going bananas into the cameras and all the rest of it. The league was won. The league was over. Glasgow was, what was it? Glasgow was blue. Glasgow was red, white and blue. Yeah. Look to your look, laurels. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look to your, to your laurels. laurels. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. Look, look at your face. Look to your laurels. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> we're back and we're coming after you. I think that's what Tom Miller said. Oh, aye. Okay. From the from the Rangers TV podcast, the Rangers okay. TV. Um, coming. Rangers are coming. So okay. the Rangers are coming. Uh, so after that game, we moved uh, swiftly into 2020. Uh, we went uh, to Dubai. Both clubs, I think, went to Dubai in a two week after the two week uh, the two week winter break. Celtic brought in a couple of players. Um, we've got. I think we brought in maybe a couple of young boys, but we've got the, the main sort of two signings that Celtic brought in was Klamala for three and a half million pounds, and we signed uh, Sorrow for two million quid. Mm-hmm. I think it was so. I mean, Klamala, we've only seen him in clips. I think I, I hadn't, I didn't really know an awful lot about him, and Sorrow was the same. But it would seem to be the 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 sort of sound bites you were getting was that Klamala was like a a first division sort of Polish league player. Nobody expects him too much, and Sorrow was sort of a bit sort of unknown. But uh, I don't, I don't think I'm, I'm not too sure if Rangers or they did. Rangers did bring in Rangers brought in uh, a loan deal, a loan deal. Rangers two loan deals, in fact. Yeah. Uh, one of them was Florian Camberry from Hibs. Oh, he was he was a big mouth, wasn't he? He had the mouth. He had a bigger yeah. mouth than me. Because I can't, I can't, I can't remember. Did somebody get injured? Was, was Defoe, Defoe injured? Defoe, yeah, Defoe was out. Yeah, Defoe was injured, and it was the only fit striker they had was Morelos. Is that right? Hmm. Morelos, Morelos, Morelos. Uh, uh, he, just, he just can't be guaranteed to to play all the games. You know what I mean? <laughs> Aye, because his lack of discipline. And then they also <laughs> brought in a loan deal for Yanis uh, Hadji as well. Mm-hmm. Not the Hadji. No. Hadji's laddie. Oh, right, laddie, aye. He's boy. Aye, he's boy. He's boy. (laughs) (laughs) They brought in Hadji's boy. The thing uh, is, but let's just look at... Let's just look at Hadji. I mean, the thing is, about that, that Rangers, was that there was no fanfare with Hadji, wasn't there? No, there was no direct quotes from his father, or there was no, like... (laughs) No, no. No, no, nothing? Nothing like that. I think think, uh, at the time, I think it was quoted as he was... Rangers had fought off stiff competition from Man City, Real Madrid, Barcelona yeah. uh, to, to secure the services of uh, Yanis Hadji yeah. for so the remainder of the season. It's a big, so, pretty big queue. Pretty big queue. Or queue? Queue? So, queue, I think, aye. Does Stoichkov have a boy that we could sign or, or uh, you know what I mean, or Enzo <laughs> Schifo or something like that? Well, at least you could sign his boy. <laughs> Enzo Schifo. Hey, the thing I is, but I don't know. I'm trying to think if we've actually tried to sign anybody's boy. I don't think we have. Henry Larson. Well, Henry yeah, Larson. I think we were. I think we were. Uh, ah, so we George have. George, boy. George Weir's boy. <laughs> There's lot. The thing is, the thing is, we could do a whole podcast about people's boys because there's <laughs> loads of boys, and it's pure yes. nepotism. Yeah. I mean, Barry, you could do a whole stand-up routine in Gordon Strachan boys. <laughs> <laughs> Paul McStay, Peter Grant's boys, they played Aye. against Clyde, remember? And then you've That's got right. Claudia Kinija, no, Claudia, Claudia Reina, boy, 
Yeah, he's playing for like somewhere in, in Germany. Honestly, uh, is he? Claudio Reyna's boy. Have I just have I just overreached? Ah, oh, he is. <laughs> he know. has. He has. I don't know. I'm gonna look that up. Right how do you have a look at that? Better talk away yourselves. There's all. There's also. There's tons of boys that are playing all up and down the Isle of Britain. Uh, tons aye. of them. Well, there you are. So, the first game back after the the split, uh, we were away. I think it was a Wednesday evening. Very very difficult tie at uh, at Rugby Park. We started off. I, I think this could possibly be. The first game where Lennon used his uh, his three five two formation. Sorry, just to interrupt the, the podcast here. Uh, Borussia Dortmund. He's playing for Berry Angles. Berry Angles. What I mean, there are, eh? Mr. Hey, Jones. He'll be playing. He'll be playing with Alf Inga Hallens. Boy. Yeah. Aye, yeah. Rainer's boy. <laughs> Apparently, he was playing for Borussia Dortmund. Nobody really knew what he was doing, and then he went away. To, I think it was a season summer camp or something. Like that. He just went to America. And he just started playing at his skin. Ended up getting a first team. Please, aye, boy. <laughs> so then uh, that was the first time we used the three-five-two. So his centre halves were Julian Simunovic and Ayer. That was the three centre halves. Then you had Frimpong in the right, and who who do we have? It's a left wing back, Paul. Johnny Hayes. Johnny Hayes, left wing back. Then your three centre midfielders was Brown McGregor and then Cham and Griffiths and Edward up front. Right. So we won. No, 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 just no, just wait now, wait now, wait now. Just stop. This could be a long day, Barry, but just stop at that juncture. Griffiths and Edward up front. Yeah. Yeah. Just okay. Aye, Griffiths and Edward up front. Yeah. <laughs> so then you win the game. You win the game three one. Oh, do we? With Griffiths yeah, and Edward up front, do you? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Win the game three one. So played this really boy well. gets shut up. Aye, oh. boy, that's right. Boy was a. Uh, Put his gas at a peep, so to speak. Uh, and then Rangers, Rangers, they, their first game back was against St Mirren at Ibrox. I think it was a bit of a struggle, if I remember rightly. And uh, Jermaine Defoe scored in the one-one nothing. Then, basically after that, we went on an absolute unbelievable run. But I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's one of the ones where it's, it's as I said before, it's also the teams that we should have beat. The teams, I mean, the games, Kilmarnock, we won, beat them 3-1. Then 3-0 Ross County, 3-0 St. Johnston, 4-1 Hamilton Ackies, 4-0 Motherwell, 5-0 Hearts, 2-1 away to Aberdeen. I think that was the game, was that the game, the 2-1 game, was that the one where uh, Ayer scored at right back? Yeah, yeah. He charged, he charged away up the right-hand yeah. side. Yeah. Uh, 3-1 at home to Kilmarnock again, and then we drew two each with Livingston. That was the one that we were really under the cosh. That was the one where uh, Scotland hero, uh, <laughs> Lyndon Dykes, ragdolled, uh, what do you call him, Julian all over the place. And that, that game is why we signed Shane Duffy. <laughs> and then they sold Lyndon Dykes. <laughs> then they sold Lyndon Dykes. <laughs> For a million quid? <laughs> Because they thought Rangers were going to buy him. They sold, they sold Lyndon Dykes for a million quid or somewhere. Aye. Was That's I, the best player in the world. Aye, nothing. <laughs> and then the, because that was the word on the street, was that Rangers were all over him. Yeah. So then uh, the last game before COVID struck, mm-hmm. uh, we beat St Mirren 5 nothing. 
Priceless. I think Griffith, Griffith scored the hat trick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did Griffith score a hat trick? Yeah. yeah, Griffith scored the hat trick. <sighs> then in sort of, well, sort of contrasting form, Rangers first came back, as I said, they won one nothing against St Mirren. Then they get beat off of Hearts 2 1 at Tynecastle. Then they beat Ross County, drew nothing each with Aberdeen. Yeah. That was a crazy game, I think they were fighting, weren't they? Remember? Aye, they were all going bananas. Uh, Beat Hibs 2 1, then get beat 2 1 off of Kilmarnock at Rugby Park. Remember they were drawn one each, that was a a pure shock result. Oh, yeah. They're Celtic, the Celtic Brophy guy. Was it Brophy or Finley or something? Brophy Brophy. Brophy Brophy scored a a cracker. Come on and score, die, he's a screamer. Uh, They then won. Scott Arfield done his salute. He done his salute celebration. He did, yep. They did. We come out on a one and one nothing in that game. Yeah, I think. I think. They were. No, I think Rangers. Were they? And then what? Arfield scored a, yeah, Arfield a free kick. Scored. Arfield scored, and they done as you said, Mike. He done his celebration. Then Kamalot scored again. <laughs> and then, then they drew. Then Rangers drew. They, sorry, they beat Livingston one nothing. They drew two each with St Johnston. Then they get beat off Aki's at Ibrox. And then they beat Ross County. That was their last game was Ross County. But, I mean, that's pretty shocking for them. It's pretty yeah. sort of similar to the way our start, start of our 2021 season's gone at the minute. It's pretty poor for them. But, Gerard, I think, see the, see the thing is, see this COVID thing. Mm-hmm. Oh. See, see at that stage, right, our next game was the Rangers game. That was the that's next right. game mm-hmm. before everything stopped. The league season stopped. Well, see it. if we'd have see if we'd have been out, right, and beat Rangers. At that stage, we were thirteen clear. I think we had we had eighty points, and Rangers had sixty-seven, and we were red. We were playing them, but Rangers had a game in hand. Right. So it was thirteen with a game in hand, and we had to play them. So if we'd have won that game, we'd have went sixteen points clear, mm-hmm. and. I mean, I don't know if that that the wheels could have started coming off the wagon. And at that point, Stevie G was under serious, serious pressure because the fans were going nuts. But but to be fair to Stevie G, uh, the European campaign was still the, the European was, campaign still and, and amongst and amongst all that domestic domestically and amongst all that, they'd also been knocked out of the Scottish Cup by Hearts. At Tynecastle, and the Bears, there was a bit of unrest. There was a lot of unrest among the Bears, but as you as you quite rightly say, Paul, the, the sort of the sort of difference between the two clubs, Rangers had beat FC Braga, they yeah. put them out, and had been into the last sixteen in and, the Europa League. And they played that notorious game, didn't they? Which was allowed to be played. Against Frankfurt, whatever, didn't they? There the was Bayer a game. Leverkusen. Bayer Leverkusen. Leverkusen. Where they played at Ibrox and like no other they teams were playing. Ibrox, yeah. And it was a Nobody full fifty. It's a full fifty thousand game. That's right. And then, like everybody's like, "Ooh, that shouldn't have happened." Aye. But it was too That's late. Right. And then, then obviously we get put out by Copenhagen, which is really the only sort of. I don't know, the only kind of blot in the copybook, I would think. I mean, that's, it's probably a game we, we should have oh, really won. won that game easy. Easy. That was a ridiculous first, game. We should have won leg. it in the first half in Copenhagen. Yeah, we were smashing. We, 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 we could have been about 4-0 up. 
Copenhagen. FC Copenhagen. You look back at it. The other, the other thing as well is that was when I sent the text out just before the Copenhagen. If 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 Neil Lennon, if if Stevie G is uh, spends more time in Europe than Neil Lennon. What does that say? Remember, I was saying that and there was a big, we had a big discussion about it. Ah, uh, we did, we had a big debate about it. Aye. But the, the the thing is, I suppose, like if you look at form guides of things, Stevie G, taking away domestic, has continued that type of form, hasn't he, in the in the European stage? Well, there's a consistency. What, I think what, he's, what he seems to have done this season is he seemed to have transferred the European form into his domestic form. I mean, Europe, in Europe, Europe Rangers haven't been beaten, really. I mean, I know they've obviously they've been out, they haven't won the, the, the tournament, but the group stage this season's been phenomenal. Impressive, yeah. Did they top the group? They didn't. They did. They won the, they they won the group, I think, no. this year. They topped their group and they went uh, they through, they charged through all the qualifiers and all the rest of it. And, I mean, they're hammered. It's not as if they're just winning games. They're not scraping through. They're hammering good, hammering good teams. teams. So and then, obviously, domestically as well, they've not been beaten yet. So we go into... So before Berry before goes down that Rangers tunnel. <laughs> 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 Got us taking a few ad breaks for Berry. I know. Uh, so... Uh, then, then, Mikey, then you can talk about then. So we have this period of maybe three to four months, Mikey, that the Scottish football has has redefined itself in the eyes of the English public. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were really upset. A lot of English pundits, you know, who had a lot of respect for the Scottish game, just just couldn't believe what was going on up here. No, I right. We had. Uh, on you go, Mikey. Go. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was just four of the only kind of Scottish football could make such a hash of the, you know, <laughs> a complete, a complete pig's ear of that. <laughs> so all of that drama, but but I mean, you know, you had the Ross, was it the Ross County chairman on, or was it Aye. some chucked her on, just kind of no, revealing WhatsApp, WhatsApp messages Dundee, and all the Dundee. that Dundee, Dundee's so, email, just uh, unbelievable stuff. So, what, what I think you sort of had was, I think you had like a couple of weeks of just complete panic when when the sort of COVID struck and they, they paused all the leagues and all the games and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. You had a couple of weeks of pure, oh, we don't know what's going to happen, what are we going to do, we don't know what's going to happen, what are we going to do, what are we going to happen. And then, then, we'll, then what sort of transpires? Betty, was that just no your word, Betty? <laughs> I was. <laughs> hey, hey, and let's, let's talk about it from a personal point of view. I got my jaws, not I mean. I got my jaws, man. <laughs> Fell victim of COVID. Paul, I got COVID, that that as my boss said to me, don't worry, that's COVID. Yeah, you're, you're taking it away. You're taking it all out of proportion, Paul. You're taking it all this. There's nothing. Then he gave me my jaws. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers for that, pal. <laughs> Great guy, you're a great guy. Thanks a lot. <laughs> so you've got a 111 page dossier. 
which is sent to all clubs. I'm just saying, Barry, Barry, the thing is, Rachel thinks that every time there's something so strange happens in the world, I get my jotters like, like it's like, <laughs> Ireland gets a sunny day. I'm like, Rachel, got my jotters again. Like, it snows, it snows for a couple of days and that. It snows for a couple of days, can't make my work. I'm like, Rachel, got my jotters. He's like, Paul, please just keep a job. I'm, like, I'm really sorry. I just keep getting my job. <laughs> oh, and then the thing was, they called Rachel a couple of weeks, like a couple of months later, Mikey, which is just annoying. She said, You never asked them for your money for your your holidays and all that. And all that way, it's just like, Oh, that's really annoying me now. So I, had to, I had to go for a walk. <laughs> I mean, do you think I'd be an expert jotter getter by now? But I still, I still leave money, <laughs> still leave, still leave money in the table. Uh, I still left it in the table. Anyway, anyway, I don't like oh, it. No. The other thing as well, Mikey, is just, a, just, a, I don't like it in the post office with my kids because all the women know me in the post office. Like they're like, "Hey, Paul," and they start giving me my my my, my dole money. I'm like, "No, I'm uh, actually, I've actually got a job just now." Like Josh and Sophie Lanta. <laughs> oh my God. Is it, are they still handing out the post office still handing out the dough money in Ireland they're not getting bank it direct payments out of the bank account yet no well, I think you've got to, you've got to do the walk of shame Mickey you know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> <Walk of> shame. <laughs> Rachel's dad always says to me he's like why do you how do you listen to so because obviously I'm a I listen to so much content about everything I, that's what I do I listen to stuff that I'm doing and then they're like, why do you listen to so much stuff? I'm like, well, it's a 40 minute, 40 minute walk to the gyro, a 40 minute walk by. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he just looks at me like, son. <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll take that out, we'll take that out. I mean, we don't want mum and dad feeling sorry for me. <laughs> oh, there you go, Barry. Sorry, Mikey. You're doing really well taking us through the year, Mikey. You've really stepped up in this. <laughs> Research. Um, I didn't think we wanted to go through the the SPL cluster. Sorry, I'm really <laughs> no, it's because just when you started saying you were going to cut things out, I was like, all right, maybe I'll start swearing. <laughs> <didn't> I? Uh, <laughs> I didn't know we were going to go through the whole SPL litigation, all of that sort of stuff. So, uh, sorry, carry on, Barry. So you've got basically, I think what what the clubs were trying to say was that they get a 111-page dossier sent to them on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Then they wanted the votes back and whether they were voting for the proposals okay. or against the proposals by the Friday. They, could, they couldn't read that quickly. <laughs> they couldn't read that quick. They couldn't read the, the documents, digest it, have board meetings and such like yeah. by that time. But really, the actual, the actual thing about it is, is that any motion that's to be passed by the league You've got 28 days to vote on it, so you don't need to vote by the Friday. Mm-hmm. But they had asked if you could, that would be that would be better if you could all vote for the Friday. So, Betty, here we go. Quiz question: Murdo McLennan, Murdo McLennan, Doncaster, and who was the other boy Rangers were going for? It was it was it was oh, the lawyer uh, boy. What was his name? The was lawyer. He, oh, what was his name? Betty? Keep going, keep going. So then, by the Friday. Uh, everybody's votes were in as I say on Strictly Come Dancing the votes are in <laughs> the votes were in right apart from Dundee's yeah. and uh, Dundee's chairman had John intimated Nell. 
John yes. Nelms had, had, had intimated yes. to, to all the other clubs that he would be voting against the proposal. <laughs> on, that on, right? on his, that was probably the funniest. That was me walking the gyro shop, man, for 40 minutes. Was listening to it. Well, I was listening to that boysy, and then the WhatsApp. Then John Elms just went quiet. John Elms, like, John Elms, the wee blue, the wee blue bar come up. John Elms has left the chat. <laughs> no, the boy, the boy was working in his in his ground at the time, wasn't he? And they were texting away. Everybody was texting away and all that. Then, then John Elms just like, all these people, all these people work from home, Paul. They work from home, but I, st- I just stay five minutes on the ground, so I just put <laughs> it all down. <laughs> And then, and then, and then, then like, give it. It's like, John, he's still there. John's like, <laughs> see, ya. I'm off. <laughs> oh, so John Nelms, so John Nelms then voted for the proposal to end the leagues after saying he was going to vote against it, and the D was the casting vote. Mm-hmm. And then, then Rangers just. Lost the runner, basically just lost the runner themselves. <laughs> <laughs> they were on the brink. Oh, they were all over the place. Everybody was getting it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> they, they had they had two hundred page dossiers and they yeah. were revealing they were going to reveal all sorts of stuff and people were going to people were going to go under. They were going to be jailed for the the, the way they've acted in this city <laughs> scenario and everything. <laughs> And then, really, when they, they, they did produce the dossier, we'll, we'll tell you on Monday, we'll produce our dossier on Monday. Yeah. Monday, we'll send it. Monday, we'll send it. We're not sending it out a day before. We're not sending it out. We'll, we'll do it when we're ready to do it. Yeah. And then, when we they do nothing. produce the dossier, it's 200 pages of absolute nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> absolute nonsense. Stuff that everybody already knows. Yeah, it was absolute Scooby Doo stuff, wasn't it? Because the Deloitte, oh. Deloitte had done a, a review, didn't they? And like Deloitte, they brought Deloitte in a question, and then uh, but Party Thistle, Party Thistle were but behind that, them. That they was, were shouting over them, was, weren't they? That was the, that was the, that was the whole thing, wasn't it? All of a, all of a sudden, Rangers, I and mean, a gang. had a, had a moral compass. They found a moral compass. <laughs> yeah, Rangers <laughs> found a moral compass, and they thought, I mean, it's no right, it's no right to relegate Hearts. Aye. And it's not right to relegate Partick Thistle. It's not right to do this to these clubs. That was actually better. That was one of your. That was one of your low points in your football knowledge because you'd 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 given Ian McCall your five star rating a couple of months before it, and then he just absolutely bombed it. Who <laughs> 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 was a little boy you gave your five star rating to? Who was the boy the Ross County? The guy. Oh, what was his yeah. name? It used to be Davy Davy uh, Billy Dodds's. Manager, or he was at my, my, my Aye, the guy. What you call him? McIntyre, Jim uh, McIntyre. Jim McIntyre. You gave Jim McIntyre a big, a big thumbs up, and he absolutely I bombed Jim it. McIntyre was a good, he's a good manager. Aye, knows the game, knows the game inside <laughs> out. Where is he now? Where is he now? I think he's sitting in his couch. <laughs> <laughs> He just done Mikey Dolls. He just done Mikey Dolls extension. No, what's funny at all of this is I don't even think like obviously Rangers were like you say lost the run of themselves, but I'm pretty sure they'd be they wouldn't lose the run of themselves if we stopped the league right now for for COVID cases. You know what Ah, I mean? Well, that's it. I'm sure they they wouldn't launch any investigations uh, into that or be hiring Deloitte or whoever it is. Um, yeah, I'm pretty but, sure they would, Mikey. I'm pretty sure they would. 
but it is mad. I don't think I don't think there's a there's a resolution to all of that stuff. Like if it did happen again in January or February, I think Scottish football would be in exactly the same place because they never put. <laughs> I think you're right. About, you know, right. If this happens again, you know these things kick in. Um, Aye, I think you're right, Mikey. I don't think they've learned I'd, anything. I'd, Listen yeah. to this. This is Mikey, Michael, not Mikey, Mikey Gannon. 14th of May. The, there was the usual rumblings, the growing thunder of hooves under the, over the hilltop, preparing another charge. It's always the same when the word arrives. A ranger statement is on its way. But this time it was only a shot across the bows rather than a full-on offensive. The language was familiar as it was the warning. The battle may be over, but the war will roll on. Oh. McLennan, Doncaster, and your other boy, I forget his name, the lawyer, still, still, work, for, still work for their companies. Still work for the SFA, yeah. Doncaster still there. There you go. That's the sort of stuff you've got to read. I'm going to get this boy's name. So we had that. We had, uh, oh yeah, Rod McKenzie. There you go. Rod McKenzie, that's it. So we had, so we'll we'll, we'll, we'll nail this in the head because we could just do this all day. But the the fact is that we had the phenomenal phenomenal thing that's never actually happened in a professional industry or a business setting at any time in the history of the world. We had somebody that was on a board come out publicly and say the the decisions that the board made that he was part of, that he voted for, or (laughs) destroyed. We're, we're, wrong. we're wrong. He said that they were uh, like it was like a not like a not a, it was like it was like somebody was it was basically Lawwell was running the show. You know what I mean? But were, he wasn't even on the board, and they were like, "This is this is wrong." And then Stuart Robertson is still not still not clarified what he's doing after years of Rangers looking to get a guy on the board. They got a guy on the board, and the guy on the board turns around and says, "Wow, well, I don't know what we're doing." You're like, you voted for it. <laughs> Clown, unbelievable. The main man, unbelievable. And talking about main men, then run about that time as well. The love of our life left Scottish football to spend fourteen days in isolation in South Africa. Yeah, South Africa. Make you want to do it? Do it? Do it? Oh, no, do South Africa? Yes, you Did can. They leave? Dave, Dave left. Dave, Dave King left. I think yeah, because, Dave, um, up, Dave up sticks and. And left, didn't you okay, Barry? Just, just, just breathe, breathe. <laughs> he left to the... his, his mansion and his lovely art collection and all that that he has back there. Yeah. Vintage wines. I did it my way. Now, Dave King, five years of just greatness, right? Yeah. Okay. The Dave King has left Glasgow Rangers and he said that he left them in a stronger position, Bertie. Yeah, than what he found them. So, what do you think? I think he probably did. Oof, that was a, that was a squeaky Bertie, wasn't it? That was Just a squeaky Bertie. I think, he pro- I think he probably did. Yeah. It's hard to know, isn't it? Like, I mean, obviously in football terms, they're, they're better than what they were. Um, but then you could argue that when Dave King left, when they leave during the summer, they just lost the league again. By no, he left it before. Points. He left before, didn't he? Yeah. Aye. So, you know, it depends how you measure success, and 
obviously their finances still remain a bit of a mystery. They still kind of are late to lodge accounts and could all be, that sort could of Could be a, a sweet little mystery, Mikey. So there you go, there's that. Hey. That's very good. Quite bank fans. Um, but no, yeah, I, I mean, I suppose they are, like Barry says, they are in a better position, but I mean, it's not like he's transformed them, is it? He's kind of, he's mm-hmm. taken them to where you would argue, arguably where you would expect them to be, which was second in the league. Yeah, let's see what happens this season. But yeah, he's he's not he's he's not afraid to blow his own trumpet, as Dave King. No, he's not. He's not. I thank all supporters, club management, and the board for the magnificent support I received while guiding the club post regime change to put that specific crisis behind the club. <sighs> Dave. In that regard, was it? His- he said he says something about leaving the greatest football team in the world. He's some boy, isn't he, man. Sixty-five yeah, yeah. years old. He's, I'd, I'd read a quote from where he just said, "Rangers will be leaving. I will leaving the greatest football team in the world." Or part says it's a privilege to take on the position of the world's most successful football club. We have experienced some difficult days, but have emerged stronger than before. So part part gave him his blessing. And yeah. uh, Dave King went off. And at the sunset. And also, who else went off in the sunset around about the same set of time? Mikey? Ball and goalie? <laughs> no, not yet, not yet. <laughs> Mikey, you've been strong. Ball and goalie. I mean, James, James Trainer? James Trainer oh. joined him, yeah. Now, now, my little Christmas hobby. Is, I've got a lot of hobbies, obviously selling everything I own, uh, getting getting sacked every time. I, every time there's a crisis, uh, but one of my other hobbies is I like looking at Christmas Day news feeds. Also, we look because years and years ago, Celtic had a, the privilege of having the only club in the world that had a player being sold on Christmas Day, which was Musa Dembele. Musa Dembele was getting sold on Christmas Day and it was this thing came out of like nothing ever happens on Christmas Day but a couple <coughs> of years later that came out and then this week this year I think around about the end of Christmas Day Edward was going to Juventus in Milan no other club yeah. sells no other club, there's no other transfer news and you can look it up look it up if you yeah. want every Christmas Celtic 25th I remember phoning you Christmas Day go look they said Dembele's going to what is it West Brom or somewhere Ah, yeah, that's right. or something anyway <clears throat> so James Trainer left as well and uh, things have changed the James Trainer changing has changed Rangers are not statement of clock anymore they no, don't not. there's nothing <clears throat> much said with Dave yeah. King leaving as well aye definitely they've definitely scaled back in the old statements yeah so Celtic won the league by <clears throat> Well, I mean, obviously, history will have an asterisk against it because we didn't really win the league. So we won the league yeah. because Neil Lennon played two up front. Two up front, three Okay, so we go to then the summertime and... Uh, uh, S- summertime, basically, what we've got is... <clears throat> yeah, we'll go back to just sort of... Just oh, sorry, through. I've got the transfers, most. right? I've got the, the transfers, ins and outs. So Celtic's outs... Where Fraser Foster went back to Southampton, which is again was just completely one of the ones that just kind of came out of left field because everybody thought it was it was going to sign. 
uh, and then they just catch the everyone, absolutely everyone off guard at Celtic. So the eleven tower, he just said, "No, I'm no, I'm no signing." Then you had Maurice Bauer, he went back to uh, Southampton as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arzani went back to Man City. Hendry, Jack Hendry, he went to, I think he went to what, what, the, the, the the league you were on this morning, Mike. Did he not go no. to Australia? Uh, no, he went, went to Belgium. He's in Belgium. He's in Belgium, but he had been in Australia. But yeah. He is yeah, in he, he is in a, a Belgium team a Belgium team doing really well for himself. Then it, it may be in the it may be in the Putney Pier uh, Celtic quiz. I've been developing, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bio left. Shved uh, Marin Shved left. Uh, Bolongoli left. No, Bolongoli. not yet. Not yet. He didn't leave yet. And then the the player that I still to this day, scratch my head as to why he left is Johnny Hayes. Yeah. Still can't Seminovich understand. Left as well. Seminovich left, yeah. Still can't understand that, but there you are. So so, we, so, we, so, so we've got a three-prong here. David, Dave King leaves, James Trainer leaves, and Johnny Hayes leaves. Johnny Hayes leaves, mm-hmm. yeah. People don't talk about it in the COVID crisis, those three big no, names don't. left. They don't. Then, then basically, the, player, the players in we've got. No, 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 no. Let's uh, just, just, we'll just pale back here, right? So, Celtic are playing Hamanakis. Johnny Hayes jumps over a barrier, jumps back over a barrier, gets a shy in. Celtic score. Score from it. That's right. Johnny Hayes just scores against Rangers. Johnny uh, Hayes come in, comes in against Lazio. I think he played both games against Lazio mm-hmm. and played absolutely out his skin. On okay. both occasions. So, so John. Just, oh, sorry, mate. You go. No, I was just going to say just that stuff, and, and I know you want to concentrate on Johnny Hayes here, but all like that just tells me that I mean, if Rangers had lost a run of themselves, I think Celtic lost a run of themselves this summer. I don't. Do you know what I mean? Like, why did we sell Hayes? There was no, there was no rationale behind that. We all, we clearly had thought Foster was signing. Um, you know the. Simunovic, another one, you know, like we didn't have a replacement for him, it seems. Um, You know, it all just pointed. We just lost the plot over the summer. I mean, yeah. But but the thing thing is, Mikey, the thing is, oh, Paul's raised his voice. The thing is, maybe that's why I keep getting my jaws. No, the thing is, this wasn't a summer. This was like a full five-month period. Uh, I mean, it wasn't time. like it wasn't was like time. just a small it period of time. It didn't like it was from the tail end of March. It wasn't as scrambling to get players to the Champions League. It wasn't as scrambling to 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 hit the first January June deadline. This was a whole period of sit down in your house, mm. maybe stick a couple of zoomers with your your background staff and your. You know, as we found out, so maybe maybe he's got maybe about ten people in a meeting, and maybe just talk through every player. But the one player yeah. I'd have kept, no doubt in my mind, I'd have kept Johnny Hayes. And maybe again, I'm an old man. I'm forty years old. Or no, I'm I think you're right. Johnny Hayes was running through brick walls for him. Just keep the player that yeah. runs through brick walls. For you. I mean, Who you cares? were sort of talk, you were talking about uh, different formations, and oh, funnily enough, when we started to play two up front, three five two or whatever, but certainly two up front. We started to score a lot of goals and, and play well. And the way I remember it was our squad last year, we had if we wanted to play wing backs, we had probably Johnny Johnny Hayes was probably the first choice wing yeah, back. I mean yeah. Ball and Goal yeah. was, was, was in and out of the team. 
And yeah. by by selling Johnny Hayes or by letting him go, you were already you know, limiting your options for how you were going to play the next year. So yeah. it just smacks of we just didn't, you know, we just didn't have a handle on what we what our plans were for the next season. Yeah, I, I think it's it's always one of my uh, strange analogies. It's like okay, so you've got like a lovely Nike hoodie, and you've had your Nike hoodie, and you, you really like it. Right, you've always liked your night hoodie. It does you the world of good. You put it on. I mean, uh, springtime you take it with you, right? But Nike's out of fashion now, and your missy says to you, "Well, you should get yourself a fat face top, or whatever." And you think, "Oh, well, it's an easy decision to make because it's out of fashion." So you sell, you get rid of. Well, I don't. Obviously, I sell the night hoodie. Nobody else does. But your night hoodie gets put away, and you get your fat face. But it's not the same. But your night missy's likes it. But the, you like mm. you, you could still wear your night hoodie. Because your night could have done the business for you. Now, Johnny Hayes isn't a big name. But he was out of fashion because a lot of the fans were grumbling. You heard all the podcasts. Grumble, grumble, grumble. But ultimately, it's the exact same as Jack Henry. These players, or Johnny Hayes, does a job for Celtic. Like, like if you look back in the islands of time, like Peter Grant in the, the 1998 season, he pulls it out of the bag. Like, he shouldn't really be playing for Celtic. He should be pulling it out of the bag. But he, yeah. he pulls out the bag because he wants to play for Celtic. He never repeats that type of form, but that's the type of player you need. It is, yeah. Playing. That is. Definitely. Another one that left is uh, Craig I, Gordon as well. I, in fact, I'd go to fact about I'd go and get Johnny Hayes right now. Off right, whenever, I wa- whenever I watch the SBFL highlights, it's Johnny Hayes that's, you know what I mean, he's tearing it up. He is, yeah. brilliantly for them. Can you imagine right now just saying, right, Johnny, how you doing? Like, we, we all know that Derek McInnes is doing your nothing because he just looks like... Also as well, this is the year of the leprechaun on the on the sidelines. There's lots of leprechauns on the side of Scottish football. Like, do you see your man, the St Mirren manager? Did you see when they beat, the Rain- they beat Rangers? Aye, Jim Goodwin. Jim Goodman and his wee boss, they all look like wee leprechauns jumping up and down. <laughs> and like with a me mad Aye. beard so that like well Damien Duff left as well Damien oh, Duff right, left right. <laughs> speaking of left Mikey from. Daly's there see Barry he's been doing a bit of just uh, the things just come to me you know what I mean um, 